Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Hello and welcome to City Update. There's a chill in the air, autumn has arrived, and so has Brooklyn's Radio stock market guru, Lee Humphreys. Where are you going to start today, Lee? You mentioned last week, didn't you, Ian, about Harold Wilson famously saying that a week was a long time in politics. Well, that certainly applies uh, to the stock market this week. I, uh, I, I seem to recall I mentioned that the sell-off had abated. Yep, OK. Well, moving from Harold Wilson to a present-day Prime Minister, uh, Prime Minister Johnson, um, he introduced some new social measures, didn't he? He certainly did, and that uh, was really the uh, the catalyst uh, for the sell-off. Monday was a, a big day for the market. We probably saw on our TV screens uh, Chris Whitty and Patrick Valance um, uh, talk uh, in some detail about uh, future measures. Um, on the back of that, those comments alone, um, we saw the DAX over in Germany, the main index over there, down 4.5%. The FTSE uh, was uh, a little bit better than that, down 3.4% uh, by the end of the day. And just on these uh, uh, restrictive measures, in fact, looking across European indices and bourses right now, they remain deeply in the red. So which um, sectors of the market have been hit the hardest? Well, it's it's going back six months, Ian. It's uh, really the sort of the going out stocks that are being hardest hit, hit on the back of these measures. Um, immediately, Weatherspoons uh, said that they were going to cut uh, 450 of uh, of a thousand jobs at the air, uh, airport bars. Um, pub and restaurant stocks such as Mitchell's and Butler, uh, which were down more than 15 percent a piece on Monday. Mitchells and Butler are the owners of All Bar One, Toby Carvery and Harvester. Um, well, that stock is down 72% year to date in. Uh, Marston Brewery as well, that's the owner of 1,700 uh, pubs um, uh, nationally. Uh, that stock is down 66% year to date. These are really um, uh, big moves for these kind of stocks and led the uh, likes of Kate Nichols, the chief executive of the trade body UK hospitality to say the following. Um, these restrictions, she said, are a further potentially fatal blow for many hospitality businesses. Lots of businesses will not survive, she says, uh, and we are going to see more and more people lose their jobs. So it sounds as though um, for once the stock market is actually reflecting What's happening in the real world? Yeah, that's a very good point, Ian. It's, uh, it, uh, it sort of regains some sense, hasn't it? Um, uh, you know, as, as I was mentioning, Kate Nichols said these words, then um, the Premier Inn owner Whitbread immediately warned that 6,000 jobs could go as a result. Um, and, uh, you know, if moving from sort of hotels and leisure, um, we've talked about the airlines quite a bit. Well, Lufthansa, the German airline, the big German airline, said that they will uh, be looking to retire 150 jets uh, by around 2025. And what I'm sort of interested in and what we've seen this week is the knock-on effects of these kind of moves. Well, Rolls-Royce, obviously famously an engine maker for aircraft. Well, that stock on Monday was down 11% after it was uh, said that it was going to raise $2.5 billion to shore up its uh, balance sheet. Um, that was uh, hit on that news, as I said, and it's now trading at a 17-year low. And it is, get this, down 77% year to date. That's extraordinary. And um, I read some about the CBI, uh, obviously said it would be 
very bad news. Yeah, you're right. I think the exact words, Ian, were uh, a crushing blow uh, that would have a devastating impact. I also saw a pressure group called London First. They said uh, it risked derailing an all uh, already fragile uh, recovery. Um, we saw on on Thursday actually, um, uh, cinema owner Cineworld. It operates uh, cinemas in the US as well as the UK. Uh, their shares were down 17% on uh, on their results. They, a bit like the breweries we mentioned earlier, um, are down 78% so far this year. Admissions are down two thirds um, from this time last year. And now again, this is a knock on consequence. They are now talking to the banks about extending loans and covenants. Yeah, and the banks haven't uh, had such a brilliant week either, have they? No, they haven't. They've actually had a, a couple of uh, headwinds. I don't know why I'm laughing necessarily, but uh, there was an article on Monday in BuzzFeed News uh, reporting um, some leaked documents actually relating to about $2 trillion of suspicious transactions across um, numerous global banks between 1999 and 2017. Uh, this is a awful environment uh, at the moment for the banks um, and the concerns of everyone are very much there. Um, the ECB um, made a massive statement on Thursday also. They poured 174 billion euros into the European bank banking system uh, to keep lending lending levels high. It's, it's, the environment is such that um, they are making very, very little money at the moment. Ian. Interest rates at 0% doesn't mean that they can really make much money on lending. Um, and uh, of course, the potential for bad loans, that is lending out money and then not receiving that back, is uh, is, is increased ever more. Um, just looking at HSBC shares uh for one, um, has reached its lowest point since 1995. But they're far from alone. Lloyds Bank is down 61% year-to-date. NatWest Group, that's the old RBS, is down 60%. Well, the last thing we need on top of everything else is a banking crisis. But so what's going well, Lee? <laughs> well, you know, again, as I said, the, you know, we will look back six months at the stuff that went, it was going poorly. Well, we only have to look back six months as well to the stuff that's doing well. Zoom, um, you won't be surprised to hear, has had a great week. Uh, as I look at the, uh, my uh, charts right now, um, the stock is up 14% this week alone. Nike, the uh, sportswear manufacturer, has also had a great week. They had numbers on Wednesday. Uh, the stock was up 10% on the back of those numbers. And it's got a lot of wind in its sails at the moment. The pandemic actually has has been very good for it Um, with no one in the office you've got to ask the question will um, people be ever wearing uh, uncomfortable shoes ever again and again it's this e-commerce channel Ian that's helping Nike Um, they've they've expanded and their their direct to market business um, and they've stopped actually selling on Amazon by the way as well Um, their e-commerce sales they said were up 83% on the quarter they met their 30% target of e-sales three years early extraordinary and uh, has everyone else done the same in, in you know what about Reebok people Adidas people like that yeah they they often find you find that there's a, a follow through Adidas also uh, have benefited from that um, JD Sports in the UK have also uh, done uh, um, rather well what is really required now as, as I said as we see the sea of red on our screens is is more news on potential stimulus well that came out of the UK 
today, Ian, but it was um, actually there was a little backdrop. The Fed chairman we mentioned here on uh, on this program um, several times before, Chairman Powell, uh, he basically said that the Federal Reserve were basically done on all the things that they can think of. And he was pointing now at Capitol Hill in Washington and saying more stimulus is required. Right. Well, uh, yesterday we saw uh, the Chancellor Rishi Sunak outside uh, the doors of number 10, flanked on one side by um, the boss of the TUC and the other side by the boss of the CBI, looking very pleased with himself that he'd got a consensus. And uh, he made quite a lot of um, moves to encourage businesses to keep going. It's a bit like the uh, the old days, isn't it? The chance of being flanked by uh, a member of the by, by the leader of the TUC. But you're absolutely right. Um, he uh, he re- is really the the first out of the blocks um, regarding the next leg of the stimulus. Um, a lot of has been written about this o- already, here, but you know, essentially the 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 uh, the, de- the so the details are sort of unimportant here. But the the furlough is now ending officially at the end of October. Um, there is going to be a sort of a light version of that. Um, starting on November the 1st um, and uh, it's basically uh, Rishi Sunak talks about maybe worrying to some supporting only viable jobs he said that he couldn't support all jobs or all businesses um, so uh, we are basically going to be helping some of the war- workers uh, going forward the idea here I think for government is to suppress the overall number of unemployed that get out onto the street effectively. What happened in 2018, uh, very interestingly, was there was a whole slew of unemployment and the figures didn't get back, didn't get back to the 2008 highs until 2014. This is what the government are really trying to prevent from happening again. So what does this mean for... um UK as a whole? Well, for the UK as a whole, you know, unemployment is uh, currently around 3.9%. Um, it's predicted right now to increase uh, by by uh, by a little more to go up to 7.9% in December. Um, the likelihood, I think, Ian, uh, is given these sort of new measures this week, it will be even higher than that, perhaps 9, 9.5%. Um, and, uh, you know, this the knock-on effect for GDP is also going to be dramatic. Uh, with third quarter GDP is trending pretty well right now and um, perhaps we're going to see a figure um, out in the next few weeks that shows UK GDP increase in the third quarter by 17 yes 17 percent but that is going to be a distant memory uh, we in the fourth quarter um, one might hopefully expect a, a slightly positive figure maybe up one percent but no one is betting on it okay well we're qu- quickly running out of time actually any good news coming yeah, well, I mean, you know, let's go back to our second favourite car stock, shall we, Ian? Um, that is uh, Nikola. Um, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? It had a tie-up with uh, General Motors. They took a 11% stake in the company. Um, we also said uh, a couple of weeks before that the owner had gifted hundreds of millions of dollars in shares to the first 50 employees. Things were going so well at Nikola, weren't they? Um, anyway, it's uh, now worth 40% uh, less than it was last Friday. Um, why? You're going to ask me. Yeah, why? Yeah, well, that's because the uh, the owner and founder, Trevor Milton, he's actually the executive chairman. He resigned. Um, and uh, the reason for this was a piece of research by someone called Hindenburg uh, Research. Uh, and uh, they have called it an intricate 
fraud that, among other allegations, overstates the capabilities uh, of its earliest test trucks. There was a great video that I was watching on YouTube uh, of the truck uh, going at quite some speed. What we didn't see before that, it was being towed up to the top of the hill and then freewheeling down to the bottom. This was supposed to be the good news section. Well, that was less maybe good news than than amusing. But of course, that was also a way of uh, introducing a segue into introducing our uh, 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 our regular spot about our favorite electric uh, car stock. And that is uh, uh, Tesla, of course. Um, Musk on Wednesday, uh, Elon Musk, that is, uh, laid out a roadmap um, to build a twenty five thousand dollar car by 2023 um, and eventually be selling by then twenty million cars a day and how's he going to do this he's going to be doing this by cutting the cost of batteries in half now well no let me let me guess his stock rocketed on this announcement right um, uh, uh, no not so much it's actually down 15 percent year to date but to be honest for tesla that's not even a flesh wound okay so um what's going on now Okay, well, you know, we'll just look into to next week uh, as much as one can ever predict. And the uh, the uh, the thing to really look out for will be on Tuesday night. Uh, that will be the first of the presidential debates. At the moment, Trump is trailing in the polls uh, by as much as eight points, according to some. Um, he needs a strong performance against Biden there. And from that, the market might take a leap forward. Okay, thank you very much, Lee. Cheers, Ian. Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.